Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to the weekly movie show with the boy Benny. Hello. <laughs> I'm not used to going first. <laughs> yeah, we are a man down this week. Connor is still traveling the earth. I don't, we have no idea where he is. He's dead to us, really. <laughs> He's uh, doing some adventures, but we got a lot to talk about this week. We've finally got a Deadpool 2 trailer with some movie footage in it. That's, uh, we're going to be discussing that later. And uh, Chris Evans says he's done with Captain America after Avengers 4. For the fifth time, he's done, he's done with the role. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be discussing that. This guy, come on. <laughs> Look at these hot toys, man. Um, but before we get into the news, what's been going on, Benny? What have you been watching, man? Uh, I didn't get around to much this week. Um, I've been a, a busy boy, but I did the other night um, chuck on... Uh, Gremlins 1 and 2, little double feature for a friend who'd never seen either. Killer. Um, I love those movies. I grew up on both of them. Um, something about them is just, just, it's just part of me. Yeah, the, the practical effects in that. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. That, that, that's definitely where my love of kind of monster movies and creature features and practical effects in general was born out of. That's Chris Columbus, right? Um, produced by directed by the first one yeah produced by steven spielberg yeah by chris columbus um no joe dante sorry produced by chris columbus yes um joe dante yeah that's correct uh, yeah and then he, he came back to do the second one warner brothers was like can you make this first and he was like i'll do it but you have to let me do whatever the fuck i want and they did and it's one of the it's i think it's the best sequel ever made honestly and it's utterly bizarre i haven't film. i haven't i don't think i've ever seen gremlins 2 man it's just it's like a parody of the first one while also being a sequel and just uh it's awesome it's so good um the 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 puppetry is the best stuff you will ever see it was good in the first one but in the second one it is next level and it was six years later the yeah. sequel came out yeah um but the 80s man the 90s not like these days no no gotta pump that shit out um a chris columbus written by right, um, right, right, right gremlins yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, man. I've got to, I've got to chuck on number two. That's one I've got to revisit. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring me over. I'll oh, happily watch it the first time. time. Yeah, Should yeah. I rephrase? Um, for me, I I said last week on the podcast, I said I am going to watch Under the Skin, and I went out, picked up the Blu-ray. Cool. Also, actually picked up uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming and Get Out. Very nice. Just a good little little haul. Yeah, man, what a film. Yeah, what a film. Under like, the Skin. This is so the reason why we. Benny, um, you recommended this was Annihilation. There was a there, there was the same sort of vibe in that. Mm, like mm. they're very very different films, it's but similar kind of haunting sci-fi. Yeah, stuff. the haunting. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but Under the Skin is a uh, man. That's a ride. That is a serious ride. Mm. Like this film goes places. Um, iconic imagery that is just burnt into my mind. Amazing. There's one scene that is incredibly harrowing. Um, check, check. Check, check. Key. But yeah, um, there's this one particular scene where you're witnessing um, this just horrible tragedy happen from a distance. Mm. And uh, the aftermath as well really stuck with me. I don't want to ruin anything, but it's just stuff that you don't normally expect to see in movies. Mm. And an amazing um, showcase for, for uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, not her typical 
type of film, but it's a role that she's so perfect for. She nailed it. And the candid camera stuff, mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff with this film that was shot. Um, you know, nobody, the, the, the people that she was interacting with didn't know they were on camera and they were part of the her film. driving around town. Yeah, driving like around town, um, like talking to different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I, I don't know. It's just, it's already a, a favorite of mine. That's great. Um, I'm so I, happy to hear that because I, I mentioned to you several times, I watched this movie and the next day I watched uh, Danny Villeneuve's Enemy uh, with yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And that's just the best like double feature in a couple of days I've, I've ever had in my life, I think. Yeah. Um, you, you told me to watch Enemy a few years ago. Mm. What a recommendation, man. Yeah. Um, I think if I like take nostalgia out of the equation, Under the Skin is one of my top 10 movies of all time. It, it's, it was just one of those ones that it finishes and you just sit there for half an hour like, holy shit. Yeah. And a lot more cerebral in a lot of ways than Annihilation was. And that was very cerebral. Yeah. It's incredibly deep. There's so many layers to it. Yeah. And about you know what it's just saying thematically is fucking amazing. If you have not seen Under the Skin, see it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well... That's it for that component of the show. What Con- a transaction Con- has been watching is. The Office. <laughs> we can skip that conversation this week. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got quite a lot to talk about this week. Let's jump right into the news. Number one, uh, Chris Evans says he's done playing Captain America after Avengers 4, um, according to a new New York Times interview. Um, the quote he has here is, you want to get off the train before they push you off. Um, and he says that he expects that the planned reshoots uh, in the fall will mark the end of his tenure in the familiar red, white, and blue super suit. So um, this is – he's kind of gone down this road before where he sounded like he was fed up with with this and he was kind of out. But um, it's hard to say whether that was genuine. It probably was because it's such a huge commitment, such, you know, 10 years, 10 years of his life. But um, – is maybe he was just kind of uh, bargaining through the press, you know, getting his getting his rates up a bit higher when yep. he wanted to renew his contract. Um, and technically, this could be that again. But I think uh, I think this is probably he feels like he's done. Yeah, it's been boy who cried wolf for a while up mm-hmm. until now. I yeah. think it's what this is the third, fourth time he sort of said, "I'm I'm hanging up the the shield." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I agree. I think this one feels like. If he does come back, it's mm. going to be in 10, 20 years for some kind of... Logan. <laughs> yeah, like nostal- like maybe a flashback or yeah, yeah. maybe, you know, something to that effect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's done. He's done. And I think uh, Avengers 4 is a perfect place to end it. Whatever they decide, however they want to send him off, I think um, they can do something really great with that. That's a pretty spectacular run. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at the whole, all, all the films Captain America was involved with, mm. the Avengers films and the Captain America trilogy. Mm. Like that is, that's probably the the cream of the crop when it comes to the MCU. Yeah, a, a lot of people don't like the first Avenger too much. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Chris Evans has three masterpieces under his belt. I think uh, one, two, and three are all. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of that one. Yeah, one of the best trilogies uh, ever, even if it's a little unconventional what with the Avengers and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and then you know we've got some suitable replacements just waiting in the wings. Wings, <laughs> got uh, Falcon and, and Bucky right yeah. there. Um, my personal pick is obviously Falcon. I think what they've done with him in the comics is really cool. What 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 kind of stuff's happened there? Just him becoming Captain America. Okay, I think it's just cool. such a striking image. Um, yeah, this you know black man with eagle wings and yep. the Captain America shield wearing the flag. Um, just just really cool, and I'd really like to see that. I think Anthony Mackie after watching um, he's killer Detroit. 
Oh, um, right, with John Boyega. Yeah, after watching uh, that movie where he also plays a very similar character to um, Falcon. He's like an, an ex-army uh, guy. Um, watching him in that movie, I was like, this guy is being underutilized, and yeah. I would love to see more of him yeah. uh, in the MCU. Um, another one that's been thrown in the mix has been Captain Marvel, mm. but I feel like she will just start... I don't know really why that's a, a, a conversation piece because yeah, I don't know she's either. just kicking off mm. Captain Marvel and you know, if it replicates the success of stuff like Wonder Woman, you know, this is going to be a big film mm. and they're not just going to switch that moniker to mm. Captain mm. America. So yeah. I agree with you. It has to either be... Um, Bucky or um, Falcon. Mm. I think Bucky's um, toast after Infinity War mm. or maybe the Avengers 4. But, Quite, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, He's done a lot of bad things. I think, <laughs> I think Falcon is the, the prime candidate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exciting, man. I'm really excited for the reinvention of the characters because I think that's the way Marvel's going to go, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and it's not like they've just sort of recycled through they've like let these characters have like 10 years in the spotlight mm. and now it's time for a change mm. i i am a big advocate of um uh black panther's little sister shuri shuri um becoming iron, iron man. man iron ha Hell yeah that is my number one pick like, i think that would be amazing yeah i think she would be absolutely fantastic mm. Um, so I'm really excited to see where they go with these new replacements mm. and maybe flipping up the genders, ethnicities, yeah, totally. all kind of stuff. Um, I'm interesting I've, stuff. I've always been um, cool with the idea of legacy heroes, like the mantle just being passed on to other people and having them kind of be around like a mentor, like uh, Batman of the future or yeah. Batman Beyond. That was um, such a good series. I love that shit, yeah. It does such really cool things with um, having your heroes just be able to age and move on and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, just bring it on. Yeah. Well, it's going to be coming soon. We're about a month away. Wow, we're a month away today from Infinity War. Infinity War. So oh, there we crap. are. 25th of April. I'm so ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two. Um, this is a, a bit of a different story. Netflix originals are now barred from competition at Cannes, uh, the Cannes Film Festival, um, which is kind of the big one. Yeah, it seems such a backward decision. From from my you know my gut instinct is like I I get I get that you want to have that prestige there you know you you don't want it just thrown up on some kind of streaming service because you know I guess the way they are rationalizing it is that it's a slippery slope you know then what do things on YouTube become part of Cannes Film Festival mm. um, does the quality go down. Mm. Um, it's a it's a valid question in a lot of ways, but I think it's very backward because I'm really enjoying the Netflix platform. I I, I love that I was able to watch Annihilation two times within yeah. like a couple days. Yeah, um, and, and honestly, barring them from Cannes seems like why even bother? Like, what are they going to show? Bright? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or yeah. Uh, the Cloverfield paradox? Yeah, I mean, um, like, like no when impact. when and if and when they make a movie good enough, which they have a couple of times celebrate it yeah it's great like they're not they're not taken over or anything most yeah. of their stuff is still pretty bad yeah we've got a, a quote from the uh can artistic director here um the netflix people love the red carpet and would like to be present with other films but they understand that the intransigent intransigence of their own model is now the opposite of ours so i don't know i think this is just kind of sour grapes we've, we've been hearing this this kind of sentiment from from hollywood for the past few years about yeah. um you know streaming services and and movies moving out of theaters which is understandable because it's a it's a sad change but it's um it's one that is not stopping and 
I mean, Spielberg just came out um, saying he also doesn't think uh, Netflix movies should be eligible for Oscars. They're just Emmys. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he came out with this whole quote just about... Just Emmys. Yeah, he came out with this whole quote about, you know, when you're making something for TV, it's it's not really a movie anymore. It's a TV thing. And like, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I, this just seems kind of backwards thinking coming from Spielberg. I mean, yeah. when you're making a movie, you're making a movie. You pour your heart and soul into it. It doesn't matter necessarily how people see it. I agree. Um, and, and a movie is not a... It's a format. You know, mm. it's it's a 90 minutes, two hour long format. Mm. Um, and usually self-contained in of itself. As TV series is 45 minutes to an hour spanning X many episodes. Like, I, I just can't see the argument there. And it's a shame that somebody like Spielberg with this kind of influence that yeah. he has um, saying saying stuff like that. Mm. Because I think something like Annihilation should be in the mix. Mm. I know it was released in the States, yeah, but um, like a theatrical release in the States and it was Netflix everywhere else. But mm. still, like, there's, there's a bit of um, bad vibes on it because of that. Yeah, and, and if Ready Player One is better than Annihilation, I will eat anyone's hat. Because <laughs> send in your hats, people. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a shame coming from Spielberg because he's been on the wrong side of um, film history before, but he's come around on on things like um, making changes to old movies. ET, he did a, a a lot of changes to, added a lot of CGI and stuff, and he's since come out and said, "Yeah, I feel like I ruined my movie." Um, and just you know, he released the original version again. Yeah, and he's you know, kind of subtly well not so subtly talked about you know the star wars prequels or sorry, yeah. the originals and been like yeah that's george can do whatever he wants to do the special editions don't do it <laughs> yeah 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 i i just hope that i think we're moving into the stage where in you know this year we've had a number of netflix films that we've reviewed for the podcast or at least discussed mm. that 12 months ago we weren't so, mm. you know, where's this going to be in two, three years' time? Totally. Um, I if, just, we're, if we're already getting stuff like Oakja and... Uh, exactly. Then, you know, we're getting Scorsese's The Irishman. Yeah. That's a big player. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I just think it sounds... It just doesn't sit well with me. And uh, I hope it's they change their Yeah. It seems like very much like the music industry uh, when Napster came out. You know, mm. it seems like they're kind of like we're it sticking to our model and we're so not hard going to... against it. Yeah, and it fucked them for yeah. so long until they embraced it. Exactly, they moved with the tide. Only now are record labels signed to readjust mm. with streaming services like mm. finally hitting the mass market. But mm. I mean, what's that? Eighteen years since Napster came out, yeah. I, I anticipate the same thing is going to happen with the cinema industry. Um, like, kind of like, you know relentless holding on to mm. days of you know old business models old yeah um try and tested 2035 it'll just be mcu movies coming out yeah. like, seriously <laughs> I'm, I'm happy um yeah, yeah. I, well, anyway we don't really need to stick up for netflix this shit's happening whether we like it or not yeah exactly <laughs> um so uh, next up steven spielberg speaking of has revealed that he will be shooting the next indiana jones movie in april 2019 in the uk sad face <laughs> yeah yeah well at least he's looking up for the integrity of cinema um with his follow-up to uh the crystal skull kingdom of the crystal skull mm. what was that 2006 2007 it would have been 2008 i think okay quite sure yeah i mean that was its own thing that well, was, that that's was, considered the worst, right? That's oh yeah. by far the worst. Um, 
indisputably universally considered the worst. Um, people used to rag on Temple of Doom, the middle one. Yeah. But um, since Crystal Skull came out, people were like, yeah, Temple of Doom's pretty yeah. fucking cool, yeah. man. <laughs> Kali Ma all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Indiana Jones guy. I didn't really grow up with him. Same. Um, you're obviously a Star Wars dude. I feel like there's a, some dichotomy there. People are kind of, not strictly, but a little more leaning one to the other. Yeah, I guess I was always more interested as a kid in science fiction as opposed to, yeah. uh, you know... Archaeology. Yeah, like period pieces. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, the, they they do have a fantasy aspect to them, but it's normally towards the latter half of the film. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Just I I never really got into Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I've watched them a couple times each mm-hmm. um, over the years. Uh, saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when it came out. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Prairie dogs, man. CGI prairie dogs. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And the monkeys, the swinging monkeys, monkeys. and sh- the Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> Like, is this a franchise that needs a fifth film? Probably, kind of, actually, because <laughs> the last one of such a sour taste in everyone's mouth. And Harrison Ford is really attached to um to this franchise. He loves it. You know, right. Star Wars, he has always seemed so like, yeah, I'll come back if you give me enough money. But yeah. this one, he's always kind of pushing yeah, for this okay. to happen. Okay, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I think uh, something about Star Wars might have been even like, I'll I'll do this, but someone's got to let me make an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, right. I mean, um, well, it is all tied up in with Lucasfilm, yeah, so yeah. Um, so that's good at least that he's enthusiastic about it because he's been doing a really good job in the last few years. Yeah, um, great performance in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Amazing, really yeah. great performance in um of the Force Awakens. Very mm. solid. Mm. I thought twenty forty nine he was better in. Yeah, um, he he really like yeah. he seemed to really give a shit in that one. Yeah, but it, but it, even Force Awakens still, which we know very publicly, he's not into. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about Star Wars, but he I feel like he really gave it a good go. Yeah, and um, so this being something that he's passionate about, uh, could be good to see, and they yeah. could do something really good potentially with an eighty year old <laughs> Indiana Jones. Yeah. There could be an interesting story to tell there. Yeah, um, I mean, what it would be pretty much modern day or something now. Eighty man, can you believe Harrison Ford's almost eighty? He's doing well. He's yeah, doing bloody he's well. Good. Looks he's crashed than... a few planes along the way. Yeah, he's doing better than most of his Star Wars co-stars. <laughs> he made I think. a deal with the devil, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd buy it. Um, anyway, whatever. Indiana Jones. Yeah, we'll see how we go. We'll see. We'll be there to see it. I do love Spielberg, and I would love for him to make a really great indie movie, like a, a final one. You know, cap that off. Yep. Um, and then uh, we get the young Indiana Jones reboot. <laughs> yeah. Is Shia LaBeouf going to make it? To Indiana Jones 5. I would like Shia LaBeouf to come back. I think that dude is so interesting. And his extremely public breakdown over the past five years or so has been uh, fascinating. Yeah. And and I've I've got a lot of sympathy for him because being yeah. in the in the public spotlight like that... Uh, From an early and, age as well. Yeah, and having clear emotional issues is yeah. just... Uh, it must be a nightmare. He clearly um, denounced uh, Transformers once again. Yeah. His biannual denouncement of the Transformers yeah. series. Yeah. Like something like they've contributed nothing to the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, man. Awesome. <laughs> I agree with that. I reckon he was one of the best things about those movies. Yeah, I thought they was. lost something when, when he was gone. Oh, as yeah. much as I like, love Cade Yeager. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Inventor from Boston. Oh, man. Cade Yeager. Next story. Next but. story. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, more news about the Men in Black reboot from Sony. Uh, Tessa Thompson has signed up to uh, rejoin her co-star Chris Hemsworth from Thor Ragnarok. So, um, great. Yeah, they were a good duo. I had some good chemistry in it. Tessa yeah. Thompson's on a rager right now. Yeah, she's ever since she kind of burst onto the scene, she's just been going from like strength to strength. 
fantastic performance in Annihilation. Yeah. Um, she was great as Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Um, she's in that that film that we reviewed the trailer for last week, the mm. the call center one. Yep. Um, um, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Something like that. Um, dear white people, she was fucking wicked in okay. a few years back. Um, yeah, I really like Tessa Thompson, and I think um, they could do something really fun. And I, I feel them. like she's got nuance. Like mm. I feel like in in Thor Ragnarok, she played a very powerful, strong character. In Annihilation, she was incredibly intelligent, but um, closed off and yeah. kind of like she was a different kind of character. So I saw, I saw the talent. What a range! Yeah, like she was just a belligerent asshole alcoholic in Thor. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah it's like quite a, like softly spoken. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Intense person. The other one. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, as we've mentioned before, coming from the fate of the furious and straight out of Compton director F. Gary Gray. Um, and it's coming from the writers of the original Iron Man, which doesn't really mean much because um, Robert Downey Jr. wrote that movie. Yeah, on <laughs> essentially, set. yeah. Um, but I, I love Men in Black, the original. I think it's just a goddamn classic. Um, and I would really like to see more of that world. I was just talking last night with a friend, actually, about the Men in Black animated series, which is so cool i grew up on that it is so so cool um just the the art design the opening theme just look up the opening theme if you haven't seen it because it's it's just uh it's a trip yeah there's um there's so much to explore mm. um and which they never did in the subsequent films no yeah but the the, the series did a bit of that which yeah I'd, I'd like to see I think that like they've got they've got a lot to tap into. Yeah. It's it's a good time to to do a Men in Black reboot. Oh yeah. well, it's not a reboot. It's going to be set in the same set in the same world, universe. but years later. Yeah, different um, different characters we're following. Obviously, we'll get a Will Smith cameo, I'm sure. Yeah, um, and Tommy Lee Jones might pop up to to melt on screen a bit. F. Gary Gray um, is an interesting. Um, it always looks like F. Gary Gary. <laughs> um, uh, uh, That'd be a great name. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's G R A Y, not G R E Y. Yeah, gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, he's an interesting choice. Um, I didn't. I thought Fate of the Furious was was good. Yeah. Um, but can he do what needs to be done with Men in Black? Um, he did straight out of Compton, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know that that was a solid that was a solid film from what I heard. I thought that was the solid. It's got one of the funniest endings I've ever seen. How so? This when he. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but just when he walks out of the of uh, Suge Knight's office at the end and just drops like the title of the film or something like that, and I'm like, "Man, that was really on the nose." Yeah, right. But um, yeah, I mean, he's been he's been kicking around for a while. If Gary Gray, he's a confident guy. Oh yeah, he did Friday. Hell yeah! Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Italian job. Well, he's been around law-abiding citizen. I've got a little uh, soft spot for That's that one. That's a funny movie. Yeah, I've got a soft spot. That was the um. Uh, Gerard Butler, Jamie Fox, and had the Deftones. The, the reason why I love this is mm. Deftones had a song in it. Okay, and I was just like, makes sense. That that movie has one of the funniest, uh, almost jump scares in it involving a mobile phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. It's amazing. I, I went to see it a second time just to watch someone's reaction to that bit. Yeah, uh, I, check it out. It's a weird movie. Yeah, well, I I think. I think I'm excited for this. I'm mm. quietly excited for this. Yeah. But um, I'm not expecting anything incredible. Yeah. But it's it's ripe for reinvention. They have one great one, two not great ones. Mm. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get those uh, practical effects in there. It will be sweet. Yeah. Alrighty. Number five. 
uh, Charlie Bean, don't know who that is, has closed a deal to helm the live action slash, slash CGI hybrid remake of Disney's animated classic Lady and the Tramp. Um, now they've been doing a lot of this lately. Um, Jungle Book, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella. Cinderella. Um, now the main reason this is a story of interest I find is it's being made uh, specifically for Disney's digital streaming service that's going to launch next year. Wow, next year? I felt like it was like two years away. Yeah. Um, it was last year, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time's rolling, man. Quick maths. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I, there's not much interest here in terms of the actual film because I, you know, Lady in the Tramp is cool. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, I, I, obviously, there's the iconic spaghetti. Bella Notte. But um, it's a never a, appealed to a me. beautiful movie. It's very sweet, um, gorgeously animated, 1950 something, I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, a live-action one's going to be weird. I don't want to watch photorealistic dogs kissing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? what is that? What, what, uh, the, the, there's, a, there's a lot. Like, that, that's one of the issues with this. And that's mm. something that I thought was an issue with um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, yeah. I felt like the Beast CG was a letdown. And in, in the illustration, the, yeah. in, in, you know, it's so beautiful. And yeah, you can, the design was a lot weaker than in the cartoon, yeah. which was so weird. Um, and I feel like that's what's going to happen with this. Yeah. You know, if you do CGI dogs, like yeah. what are those things going to look like? They're going to be photorealistic, yeah. uh, a little bit stylized slightly, but yeah. uh, it, it could look just very cold and mm. empty, mm. which is what I felt. You know, the more I thought about um, Beating the Beast, it right. just felt very cold and vacuous. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not like Beauty and the Beast very much. Um, Jungle Book was okay. I really like Jungle Book. That was weird. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I think in terms of just the animals and the motion capture and the performances, I think they did a pretty great job yep. all around. Uh, Shia Khan was an amazingly imposing oh, villain. Yeah. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they're... Going straight to streaming with this one, which is, uh, that's a bold move because this is a Lady and the Tramp. That's a big name for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is the, the punters next. The would come out, the, you know, the old timers would come out for that. Totally, yeah. Um, that was one of the first um, movies in CinemaScope. Really? Most animated movies, at least. Um, yeah, so they're really, really putting everything into this, um, like, because presumably this, you know, CGI movie is not going to be cheap. No. Um, no way. To any degree. Uh, so cool. I'm really keen to see what the streaming service is going to be. I, I can't imagine any situation where I don't jump right on this. Cause, I'm getting it day yeah, one. I know. If, they, if they're going to have like Star Wars Marvel on there, just yeah. forget about it. I'll chuck out yeah. all my Blu-rays. So we're good to go. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah, I, I think they're going to absolutely take over with this. It's going to be a juggernaut. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, when you think about Disney, you think Star Wars, Marvel, and then I, the list just keeps going. Mm. You know, I... I who take, knows what's going to be on Fox this now? So yeah, who knows what's going to be on this? Yeah. Um, but are there any going back to the the live action thing? Mm. Are there any Disney animated films that you would want to see um, recreated? Not terribly. Maybe some some of the earlier ones. I think which were a little um, a little less plot driven, a little less. Um, you know, they don't have the kind of narrative structure that we have in films nowadays there's something you could do with those, you know, yeah. like Pinocchio is a funny one. You could make it really interesting. Del Toro was Yeah, Del Toro was on Pinocchio there for a long for a while, time. Yeah. And I think you'd have fun with that. Every, it, but a lot of the classics from that era and um, everything kind of modern, 
um, you know, 70s onwards. I, I am such a huge fan of those animated films. Um, they are perfect as they are. They are some of the only movies I can chuck on, finish watching, watch again. <laughs> like, I can sit down and watch Aladdin three times in a row happily. Yeah, right. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules. Holy yeah. shit. Hercules. The 90s, that was the golden run. Yeah, the I mean, that, that was, that was when we were coming up. So yeah. that was, um, yeah, that's a big part of that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really want to see movies I love be done less well yeah. than the versions that I like. And they seem to be so in-depth to the old one that they don't really reinvent it in an mm. interesting way. Like, I would love to see The Little Mermaids, like mm. the under, undersea world. Yeah. Like, what 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 would Del Toro do to that? You know, what would an amazing innovator bring yeah. to that? But, like 90s Tim Burton or something? Yeah, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. But they would do a by-the-numbers, you know... Just kind of lift it exactly. Well, Beauty off. and the Beast was so slavish to the yeah. cartoon. It's like, what's the point? You just have people who can't sing as well yeah. as the original characters, yeah. and it doesn't look as good. Yeah, like you know, that one was nominated for Best Picture. This one was not, yeah. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, um, the Jungle Book. They did a lot of stuff different. Kind of took inspiration from the books and whatnot. But um, yeah, I don't, I'm not really keen to see a Lady in the Tramp one. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Yeah. Well. That um, does it for the news. Sure does. What time is it, George? It's trailer time. It's trailer time. Oh, damn. Boom. <laughs> know it. All right, we've got a bunch of stuff this week. Um, finally got uh, a big old uh, proper Deadpool trailer. Um, Deadpool 2. Sorry, DP2. DP2. Uh, no longer untitled Deadpool sequel, unfortunately. I thought that would be an awesome title. Yeah. Um, a lot of new stuff in this. This is a completely different trailer from what we've seen before, pretty much. And I thought... Easily the best one. The first one I've laughed at a lot. Yeah. It's the first one where we're actually seeing the film, not just a comedic piece yeah. promoting Deadpool yeah, yeah, 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I really liked. I was, and, and the, the, the moment the trailer end, ended the first time I watched it, I was like, I just want to see this movie. Mm. Like, I, I'm ready mm. to go. This one sold it well because it looked like it just had kind of the tone and humor of the first one, but just it looks really gorgeous. We've been saying for a while how good it looks, and it really looks good. It pops, man. The saturation yep. is is really nice, especially for like a, a Fox X-Men movie, yep. which aren't always the most visually striking films. I was thinking about it the other day. They're on a fucking run, man. Yeah. If you take into account um, Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, Logan. X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, hey. <laughs> Let's just include the Oscar Isaac, past. man. What the hell? You were killing it. You were the chosen one. Poor we got guy. You. Poor guy. Yeah. But they're like those are three. Hey, four. he's still he's still learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really never want to watch that film ever again. Hell no. Um, yeah, no. That, that's that is such a great list of movies right there. Not to take into account um, Legion on TV, which is one of the trippiest, coolest TV shows that a lot of you probably have never seen. I know you haven't. Um, we talked about the trailer for season two when you were not, when, yeah, when you weren't, yeah, yeah, it looks cool, huh? Yeah, so weird. Like, I don't know if you guys I'm really intrigued. know anything about that show, but like, it has like an episode where just it suddenly everything breaks into a big dance number, right? Like a big, big dance and song musical number, right? So just nowhere. go places. It is nuts. They just okay. play by their own rules. It is so cool. Like, cool. completely removed from X Men. Like, I don't give a shit about the X Men when I watch that show. That's one of those things. I'm like, I'm here for Noah Hawley, um, who is an amazing creator. Um, and it's a lot for me to say that I don't care about the comic book origins yeah. of this stuff. Like, yeah. just give me the actual yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I really think this looks cool. Um, we've heard there's been a bit of strife, uh, apparently, behind the scenes. They've been doing reshoots, which is normal. But um, um, there's been rumors that it's not very good. 
which is a real bummer because. But and then and then they came out and said that it scored better than the than the first film on the test screening. So there's all. You're hearing this, you're they hearing would that. say that, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it's just got like a D crossed out with an yeah. A next to it. <laughs> it's, no, it's great. Yeah. Um, D for Deadpool. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like they've. I feel like it's. It, it feels like a good sequel. I like the trailer a lot. I'm it's, really I mean, keen it's, for it. It's a stealth uh, X Force movie, which they've been talking about making for a long time. I love the line about um, you know the franchise it's, and you know needs yeah. to cast some young, young so people like ten, to 12 ten to twelve years. Yeah. Um, it's a bit derivative, um, yeah. And I, I think uh, they look cool. Terry Crews, man, hell yeah. Um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead looks amazing. Yep. I, she's she so killer. cool, yeah. And um, Domino, yeah, wicked, looks awesome. Uh, Zazie Beetz, yeah, she is so cool. She's awesome in Atlanta. Yep. I'm really keen to see her as like an action hero. I love the um, her look. Yeah, really cool look. Really cool. Just the, the afro. It's fucking yeah. wicked. A couple of people complained about her getting cast in that role. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on, Jesus. <laughs> I'll just say the character's not that race in the comics. So Fuck em. it became it became another Heimdall situation. As if you'd ever complain about Zazie Idris Beats. Elba getting cast as anything. Zazie Beats. I want that name. Yeah, me That's too. A sick Let's name. change our name. Yeah. Zaz- both of us. <laughs> This is the podcast Strikes Back. I'm Zazzy Beats, yeah. and I'm here with the boys, Zazzy, Zazzy. Beats. Zazzy. <laughs> What's up, Zaz? Zazzy. And Connor. Um, but I think this, do you feel like that this, the Deadpool 2 feels more, like, less sort of meta-zany, and more like we're getting a sort of a comic book story? It looks a little more, yeah, kind of plot-focused. Yeah. More um, superhero movie because the first one was almost like an introduction to Deadpool as a whole. Yeah. Like the plot, I, I, you know, I can remember bits here and there, but I'm really more focused on the moments than was, the overall plot. Yeah, it was a it was a very standard origin story that they just told, um, you know, out of sequence and had a lot of meta stuff going around. Yeah. Like that was the real hook. Um, hopefully this still has that. I, yeah. I could see maybe them not wanting to put that in the trailer too much. Yeah. Because that's kind of a little harder to promote. Hold on to the jokes. Yeah. And, but they still had a couple of bits in there. Yeah. Think um, the last bit when he's talking to um, oh god oh, at the bar, TJ oh, Miller. TJ Miller. Yeah, I'm surprised they put him in the trailer. Actually, yeah. he's been a bit of strife lately. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that's so great. Hilarious. <laughs> so just stop it too. Not even going to make it. Hilarious. He nailed it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have um, a little, a brief little teaser. Uh, Terminal. Um, Margot Robbie, sorry, Margot Robbie and Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, and a couple um, other people. Somebody else that was sort of blew my mind a little bit that they're yeah, in, yeah. but a very very eclectic cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting trailer. It had this sort of long corridor kind of mm. um, uh, shot we where people were walking back and forth, yeah. and um, clearly a lot of um, Alice in Wonderland inspiration. Yeah. Um, I don't know if. Like more grungy sort of Matrix, yeah, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, Dark City. I heard it compared yeah. to which you can kind of see a little visually. I'm keen. I always like that kind of stuff. Yeah, we kind of hard to say about this movie. We don't really know anything about it. Yeah. But um, it's a very short cool. trailer. Margot Robbie's Robbie's a great get. Yeah, um, I've got a lot of faith in her in the movies she picks. Um, Tarzan, man, Tarzan. What a film. Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, look, she she did Suicide Squad. She did a good job in it at least. Yeah. Um, and I think she, and that character's iconic now. She's great, yeah, and, and she owns it now, so she's going to be able to do something interesting within yeah. the future with her production company and stuff. But um, uh, yeah, and Mike Myers is very. I'm very keen to see him pop up again. Yeah, last is, thing he was he in been? was uh, Inglorious Bastards, 
And it had been a while since he'd been in anything before that, I think, as well. Far out. Remember in the war room? Or, yeah. yeah. And he was really good in it, too. And that was like, what, 2009 that came out? 2008? Something 2009. Like yeah. 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, I, he's, a, he's a great performer. And something like this um, with... I, I mean, come on, he's going to be playing like the Mad Hatter or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think he could have a lot of fun with. He could be, yeah. like, he could be like the cat in the hat. <laughs> That'd be fun, man. The cat in the hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, it looks cool. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. Um, I'm looking forward to a full trailer. You know, this one yeah. very stripped back. Yeah, yeah. I, I could even be happy just not seeing a full trailer and watching it because yeah. it's so mysterious. Yeah. Um, speaking of full trailers that show a lot, uh, next we have the trailer for Wildling, um, new kind of horror film. Yeah, there's a lot of horror films going back to the woods. Yeah. I feel like that is the... It's the new haunted houses. Yeah, we had... Um, uh, what was that? The, the, the Ritual. The Ritual. We had um, Blair Witch. Blair Witch. I, it just feels like there's a theme happening right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you said, this trailer gave away way too much. A lot, but I thought the movie looks awesome. And it, it didn't deter me at all. I'm like, I, I can't wait to watch this. It looks like a Masters of Horror episode <laughs> yeah okay you know? yeah yeah um i yeah it's some kind of like uh it's probably going to be a veer into body horror a bit kind of yeah. like a werewolf story yeah. or something but um i just think it looks really cool it's really atmospheric i love the story of like you know just the premise of this mysterious child and the story that she used to be told about yeah. this wildling I'm like, what is it about? yeah like the and voiceover so- where it's like you're, you're the only one left all the other children were killed. And yeah. Very cool. It's kind of like, kind of X-Filesy, which is yeah, really my, very my jam. Very much so. Yeah. And the dad's, you know, you think he's like trapped his kid up in the attic, but he's actually trying to save her yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. you know, some interesting. Someone's sort of, trying to slow her aging. Or yeah. Maturing, which, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm always down for this kind of stuff. But I, as I said, I thought I saw too much. I wish yeah. it had been a little bit more stripped back. Yeah. I was still I was still on board, you know, you didn't need to show me that much. Mm. I'm, I'm actually cheating a bit here because this is shown at uh, South by Southwest already and I've already heard really great things about oh, it. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I kind of came into the trailer with that, okay. that in mind. But yeah. um, bring it on. I, yeah. Man, I wish we had some South by Southwest stuff over here. Yeah. I, they get to watch the coolest movies. Austin, man. Austin. Could someone ship us over to Austin, please? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> bring us out. Alamo Draft House. We can be your podcast. We're ready. <laughs> um, next up, we have finally the answer to where's Hawkeye in Infinity War. Um, with the trailer for Tag. Um, Jeremy Renner, Ed Helms, Hannibal Buress, Jake Guy. What's his name? <laughs> Jake something. Um, so, new comedy. This uh, looks a little uh, hangover-y or something. But, um, yeah, 2018's The Hangover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ed Helms. But, uh, I'm into it, man. I love Jeremy Renner. I think he's funnier than he gets credit for. Yeah. His, his uh, delivery is Hawkeye. so dry and um, amusing. Um, and I, this is a fun premise. As someone who, is, to this day, loves a good game of tag and have the scars to show it, um, I think this is a really fun. And it's based on a true story, apparently, um, about a group of friends that were playing the same game yeah. of tag for uh, you know twenty years or whatever. Um, Every May, one one month out of the year, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Such a grump, George. Yeah, you don't, you don't um, like you don't like the comedies, do you? No, nah, it needs to be like weighty sci-fi <laughs> concepts and stuff to yeah. get me involved. Yeah, I, I really like Hannibal Buress, so I think that guy's He's a funny motherfucker. Spider-Man: Homecoming. He owned that yeah, movie, and he was seriously. in it for like three yeah. scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I love his. He's got really dorky looking glasses. Know, like he should be like That's up in his squint. style more. <laughs> yeah. He's just like it's Hannibal Buress. So I love so that. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it looks like it, as you said, it looks so much like The Hangover. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Hey, any... one of them was good. <laughs> yeah, 
And then the other ones made that one worse I through know, association. Didn't they? Just like, this is the strongest example I've ever seen of that where, except maybe Kick-Ass 2. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> where just these sequels that were just remakes just ruined everything. Yeah. What were they thinking, Todd Phillips? Yeah. The third one was so different, but worse somehow. Anyway, um, I'm keen yeah. for this. I love Jeremy Renner. Um, Wind River, I'll say again, man. That was a cool movie. Oh, I almost bought that on Blu-ray the not, other day. Not funny. <laughs> Definitely not funny. <laughs> I like not funny. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I'm an easy mark for comedies, man. I, I don't know why. I, I've got to watch a big sick. I've got to say another, this, another I gotta say this again because it. it's been like maybe one week since I've shouted it out. Um, Game Night. Fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Funniest movie I've still seen. still out? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe somewhere. But yeah. um, go see Game Night. Support that movie. It's so funny. Um, anyway, moving on. We've got the next trailer. This one is a TV series, I believe. I wasn't paying that much attention. Um, for George R. R. Martins from the mind of uh, Night Flyers. From his mind. Yes, from his mind. I think it's from his mind after he watched Alien the day before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's this trend happening right now with space movies, mm. space horror. We mm. had Life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, not necessarily space horror, but just spaceships. Mm. We had Gravity. We had um, Cloverfield Paradox. Mm-hmm. All um, great. All you great know. movies. <laughs> but there's, like, people are into it right now. Yeah. There's a thing going on. That's cool. I'm so into it. Yeah. I, like, but I want them to be, like, out of those, I feel like we got gravity that was good. And, I, and like, gravity's uh, you, not you one. You didn't I, like life very much, huh? Which one? Life. I really did, but am I going to chuck it on again? Like, mm. uh, I, I, that maybe doesn't need to be the, the measure stick. I think those movies are pretty disposable by their very nature. Yeah. Um, but, like, something like, and I'll go back to it once again, Event Horizon. Okay. You know, that's something I'll put okay. on once a year. Why? Because it's the shit. It's got Sam Neill <laughs> and he's great. Um, I, bring me over. I want to watch it sometime again. I haven't seen it in many years. It's got the best wormhole explanation out. And it's everyone the, it's copied the same it. One. Yeah, it's the same one in uh, Interstellar, <laughs> yeah, everyone isn't Everyone copied that shit. Yeah, um, yeah I, this does look cool, though. Um, it kind of takes you out of it when George R.R. Martin's on the appears. Yeah. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, man. <laughs> Can we get back to the actual thing? Because it looked kind of cool. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it wasn't just a trailer. It was a promo piece. Yeah, like, yeah. You've never seen anything awesome. like this before. Yeah. Except for Alien 1979. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. It looks like more of a slasher. It looked um, violent from the little yeah. bit. Ago. Well, they said Psycho in Space, yeah. um, which is tantalizing yeah um something like sunshine or something which yeah. uh great great yeah, movie great film um yeah bring it on I, i'm always so keen to see something like this um especially if there's some alien element to it um very into it um alien's good yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah, i'm keen i'm actually very keen for this it just depends on what platform it comes out on mm. is it hbo or something look or sci-fi yeah something like that Sifi. um Interesting to see George R. Martin play with uh, kind of a horror world because his stuff is already so disturbing most of the time. The yeah. way people die, like just nothing. Yeah, um, it seems like something he'd rather be doing. He's quite pulpy in a lot of ways. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he really came up. He's not a Tolkien sort of. He, he's got that. He's a rebel. He's a young yeah. rebel. Yeah. Have you seen him on his motorcycle? <laughs> it's adorable. Can he can he ride a motorcycle? I'd love to see him and Guillermo del Toro hang out. Yeah. I think that would be the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> It's like a grey version of Guillermo del Toro with having hat. dinner, eating pies or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, anyway, now we're moving on to Georgia Star Wars Corner. Ooh. Step on into your Y wing because we're going to do a bomb and run. Of You're running out of ideas, huh? <laughs> you just step on into your B wing. Hey, get, um, in, get in your T19 Skyhopper. We're going to yeah. sh- shoot some womp rats. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, little bit of Star Wars news this week. Um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller to receive executive producer credits on Solo, a Star Wars story. Sorry, I've just never seen it written Philip Lord. <laughs> that sounds so much fancy. Did I say Philip? No, you know, it's written Phil. as that. You said yeah. Phil, yeah. Yeah. It's copy pasting the headline. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you Good know, to hear. They're not getting the director credit. Okay, they're, yeah. They're getting. I just kind of thought their name would be scrubbed from the whole project because yeah. clearly they've just remade it from scratch. But these guys, it's it's uh, it's interesting because they were three weeks out from finishing the shoot. Yeah, you know, like they they directed a movie. They directed a movie. We're not going to see it. <laughs> and did Ron Howard? Does this mean Ron Howard? Okay, so there's a few things. Mm. Does this mean Ron Howard filmed so much more over that four month reshoot period that drowned out them that mm. they? didn't feel like they wanted to receive a director's credit mm. because I believe it's their decision to have done this. They announced this, right? Yeah. This I don't think it's something that um, Lucasfilm, like I think Lucasfilm would have probably had to have put them as directors because of the percentage. Yeah. There is some kind of clause in these contracts with the percentage, mm. how much you direct. Directed by Ron Howard and Alan Smithy. Uh, you know, that's the, the moniker that people chuck oh, on movies that they yeah, don't want yeah, their yeah, name yeah, attached yeah. to. Yes, yes. Um, Lynch did that, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I think, was that for June? June, yeah. I remember, yeah. But, you know, um, I guess they don't want this on their record. Fair enough, yeah, because it's not their movie at this point. Um, yeah, well, they said, we were really proud of the many contributions we made to that film. In light of creative differences, we elected to take an executive producer credit. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think, I get it. Mm. Keep keep the record clean. Mm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it sounds like this film's been so manhandled that it's not going to be their film. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's going to be Ron Howard's masterpiece. Um, another little bit of Star Wars news. Mm-hmm. Very definitive statement from Ryan Johnson saying that uh. the last Jedi reaction will not be influencing his approach to the new Star Wars trilogy. Mm. Um, he said, mm. no, um, you know, talking about the criticisms over The Last Jedi... Um, and will it carry over to the new trilogy that he's doing right now? He said, no, not really. I feel like um, I feel like every Star Wars thing that ever gets made has a big, loud response because Star Wars fans are passionate, mm. and that's what makes them awesome. Mm. But no, and I don't think it's possible. If, you re- if you're really telling a story you care about and having it come from your heart, it's just not possible to be intellectually processing what everyone else wants. Mm. Cool. Great response. Really I, well-reasoned. Yeah. Uh, He's, he seems like a well-adjusted person yeah. for, for a Hollywood guy. Yeah. He just seems like a normal dude. Yeah. And he's just basically being given the the, the best opportunity that anyone... Because, I mean, the thing with, that's cool about Ryan Johnson is he's only made like four features over a decent period. Yeah. You know, when yeah. did Brick come out? 2005, 2004? I mean, yeah. that's 12 years. Yeah. Um, he, like, he, he's a very measured guy. And I feel like he hasn't been given just, uh, you know, a Tarantino status. He's had to w- work his way up the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lucasfilm now trusts him so much. I'd really good to see Disney standing behind him um, on this because they'd announced the trilogy before the yes. reaction to Last Jedi, yeah. which I honestly think probably took him quite by surprise. Took okay. me by surprise, yeah. for sure. Um, um, so cool that they haven't just taken him, taken him off at like Colin Trevorrow or anything. Yeah. But. <laughs> Um, I feel like by the time episode nine comes around, everyone will settle down a lot mm. on The Last Jedi. Well, it's because you notice J.J. Abrams hasn't come out and said the reaction's not going to change his thing. Because yeah. <laughs> he's probably going to... Yeah. J.J., yeah. <laughs> you populist JJ, piece of crap. <laughs> don't do it, J.J. He's going to do it. I almost don't want to watch episode nine at this point. 
Do you reckon he's just going to like put in stuff about Snoke and Ray's parents will be revealed? It's yeah. Obi Wan. <laughs> Obi Wan. God, that would suck. I really hope there's one thing. I don't mind if they bring in some more Snoke shit. Mm. I really don't care. I just really, really want them to stick to their guns on Ray's parents because yeah, no, I'm the same. That is such a nice notion, mm. and it really ties in with the themes, especially mm. what was done at the end of the Last Jedi. Mm. Anyone can be force sensitive. Yeah. Mm. Let's let's run with that. Yeah. No, it's predestination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for George Star Wars Corner. Very good. Um, we have a question. We do? I don't. I do. Um, in light of our new uh, co-hosts, um, Captain America Civil War, whose side are you on, Tony or Steve? I remember having, I was <laughs> I was buying the Blu-ray. Yeah. And the Blu-rays, there was... Uh, yeah. A Captain America version and an Iron oh, Man wow. version. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, do I get them both? Do I get one? Whose side am I on? I ended up going with Captain America. Fuck, yeah. Um, Correct choice. Yeah, I think, you know, Tony, Tony's got an interesting arc and I get his side of the the, the equation, um, especially after um, Viola Davis, um, you know, that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With her. That's Viola. No. no. Fuck. <laughs> got to take that out. Um, oh, who's that? She's a, from she's a Black Mariah from Luke Cage. Well, that scene that that um, uh, in the corridor with um, that woman's uh, talking about her son dying in um, Sokovia, Sokovia. Yeah. you know that like really well crystallized where mm. Tony Stark was at. And Robert Downey Jr. is such a strong performer, especially in that film. Like that was his masterpiece in the MCU, as far as I'm concerned, and he sold his position so well even if he was doing things that you des- didn't necessarily agree with. Yeah. Um, I th- and I think it flips back and forth, honestly. Like, by the end, when you get the reveal about uh, his parents, um, you can't fault him for doing anything he's doing. Yeah. And you kind of like with, with Steve, you're like, man, uh, maybe let him have this one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, good good movie. And I feel like you can you can get a different kind of opinion every time you watch it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be more on Tony's side and sometimes I'll be more on Steve's side. I am, as always, on Hawkeye's side. <laughs> He's the best. See him in the damn posters, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it, guys. That? Another week done. Don't forget to check out our Pacific Rim Uprising review. Uh, you may be surprised. Yeah. We, uh, we anyway, watch you it. watch it. <laughs> Listen it, watch it. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We're on even social media platforms that haven't taken on, that yeah. haven't even been created. We're on those. We're so. on Tinder, so. Oi. <laughs> Oi. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll be back. I think Connor's back next week. Cool. Maybe cool. he'll be, maybe will be, maybe he won't be. Let's find out. Tune in to see. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, Benny. Cheers. Thank you, George. Thanks for having me. Done. Done. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>